Well, the floors is Our Lady and my Lord, because without them, I'm nothing. And <clears throat> it has been a proof to me, feeling the, the fear that I was feeling, um, with the idea of one of the big, big lies of Satan that is like, you're not good enough, you're not pure enough, you're not holy enough. Who do you think you are? And he's right. But God in me is everything that I lack. And that is in itself la soledad. I want to start this sharing with you, my sisters, with words from our father Jordi, from the document of our pilgrimage to Mexico. He wrote, Our Lady gave us the first seats of her basilica for the mass of her feast. We were her little guests of honor, but those seats were not an honor in the way of the world. Our Lady placed us close to the altar of sacrifice where Jesus gives himself as a victim of love so that we too live fully as victims with the victim. Our Lady, in this way, received our community and prepared us to live being one with her at the foot of the cross. To the Mothers of the Cross, our Lady of Guadalupe gave us her most precious pearl, the gift that took her to the summit of her fruitfulness during her own life on earth, her soledad. Our Blessed Mother gave us this message before the Midnight Mass, and the ones that were there will never forget what Lourdes read to us. She said, and I'm going to extract from it what impacted me the most to leave you with the essence of what I want to share with you. I have brought you before me to receive the fullness of the blessing God desires to give you and my family of love crucified. Receive my tears of joy, joy for your fiat united to mine. And that I want to make it. Joy for what? For our fiat, our fiat united to hers. Not how perfect we are. Know how beautiful we are. Know how wonderful we do things. Know how perfect we are, but just our fiat. Just our yes, just our willingness. She cries, our mother cries for that movement, that teeny nothing movement of our hearts. Joy for your faithfulness to live united as one body to the holy sacrifice of my son. You see, it's a willingness in us that keep us here, that keep us going. Receive the crown of glory 
reserved for the martyrs of Christ's love. And one thing that we forget all the time, do not be afraid. And she says, do not be afraid during the time of the great trial that must come upon the world, for I am with you. But even in every trial, in every little effort that we need to do, she's telling us, do not be afraid. She's telling me today, do not be afraid to speak from the heart to your sisters. Do not be afraid. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me, your mother. Do not be afraid. I am with you. You have followed me to the altar of sacrifice. And indeed we do. Every day that we go to Mass, we are. Every day that we, we are with the Lord, we are. Every yes, every fiat, every piercing that we accept, we are. It is here in the perfect sacrifice of the Mass that I am forming you as God's holy warriors of love to fight the final battle. And what is she asking us? To remain with her. She says, remain with me in the perfect sacrifice of my son. Not our perfect sacrifice. He's perfect sacrifice. And you, us, will receive the crown of glory. I'm going to read to you the words of my song. And from there, I'm just going to give you the movements from my heart. I was talking to Lourdes and I was trying to tell her, Lourdes, I feel like the worst painter. I don't know how to paint this picture. I don't know how to explain it. I put it in the words of my song, but like, how do I speak about it? I, there is so much that I would like to share. And I feel like when you're trying to paint something beautiful and doesn't look good, it never looks good enough. It never looks nice enough or clear enough. That's how I feel all the time. Here are my poor words in English, which are even poorer in English than in Spanish. Soledad has knocked at my door. I have to embrace her fully. I receive her as a friend and companion of my life. Even if she hurts, she is welcomed and must come in. I know she's coming to stay. When I was going to Mexico, just before departing, I talked to Lourdes and said to her, Lourdes, I know the Lord is preparing me for something, and if he's preparing me, he's preparing all of us. He has been preparing us for a long time. And it was that little bit of fear, because we never liked the feeling of pain, but a desire, a desire, a boldness still carrying on. She's a good... I'm very sorry. Okay. She is a good mother and a good teacher of the heart. And the soul that receives her grows in love. She is the companion of silence. And for the soul that offers herself 
for love, her prison guard in her passion. Her fruit is redemption. It was the silence of Mary and her soledad, my guide, to enter the path that will take me to the destination, to holiness. I enter into soledad. It is the divine heritage of the passion. It is the essence of the soul that becomes one with God. Soledad that hurts me. Soledad that enlightens me. You are the rose. You are the painful thorns that surround my heart. Soledad has knocked at my door. I have embraced her fully. I'm getting used to her fragrance and her delights. Her bitterness is turning sweeter. I find she tastes different. It was the silence of Mary and her soledad, my guide, to enter the path that will take me to the destination, to holiness. I enter la soledad. From the path on page 142, the Lord brought me to the words that had to do with how Conchita, Concepción Cabrera de Armida, saw Mary's soledad and hers. I read, Mary's sacrifice is perfected in the last years of her life during her suffering of solitude. After Jesus' ascension, Mary lives, and this is what I want you to remember, in perfect faith and hope. Perfect faith and hope. As she no longer feels the presence of the Trinity. Jesus reveals her hidden martyrdom of solitude to Venerable Conchita. And those are some of the words of Conchita. The heart of Mary obtained these graces in the martyrdom of a solitude in which she was left. I skip apart and I go by the Trinity, which hid herself from her. Pay attention now. Living her in a spiritual and divine abandonment. It's not that the Trinity is not longer with us, but it's leaving us, letting us be live our identity watching us as like not anymore holding you by the hand, allowing us to feel the soledad of not having God holding us up. That's my understanding of what it means to have perfect hope. 
I continue with the path. What God desires is that we become one with love. And I'm just reading sentences from that, that section. I'm not reading everything, but the things that really impacted me. Mary's life is most fecund in the years of her greatest suffering of solitude. As we begin to live as one with Jesus and Mary through the hidden martyrdom of our hearts, our lives also take on what? The power of God. The power of God. From the simple path to union from message 43, the martyrdom of the heart lived with our mother of sorrows, I'm going to read to you the part that I want to bring you specially. Again, my heart is consumed with sorrow, in sorrow, as if to a very small degree, I am sharing in Mary's suffering of solitude. Who can understand such a profound suffering, but yet so hidden? I try to keep a smile on my face, but my soul and heart is crying. At moments, I can't contain the tears from flowing from my eyes. I am love. Incarnated love. Suffer all with me. I continue from the path. We receive from our mother the power to love the cross. Look at this. The power to love the cross and to enter the love that Jesus forged between her and St. John at the cross. When we take Mary home, we continue to suffer with her. We are the hidden force. From my heart to yours, my sisters. La soledad, in my understanding, is not a feeling. It's the place of encounter between the heart of God made man, the heart of God made man, and the human heart. Is a state of the heart and the soul indispensable and necessary to grow in union with God. A stage in our spiritual life that we accept and we remain in it without running away. Why will we run away? Because the process is very painful. Why? Because we accept being nailed to our cross. We accept 
the inner crucifixion. It requires from us the decision of remaining in love when love is not pleasant, when it hurts, when it even repulses us. It's our fiat to trust in love till the end. It requires that with our whole being we trust and have faith and believe in God's promise. How many times our Lord has said to us, believe my daughters, believe my sons, believe, love crucified, believe. How many times it's unending in the messages. It is so hard for us to trust and believe. We have to come to believe in God's promise that remaining in love will bring new life to us and to those we love. New life to us and to those we love. That His love in us will change our world and the world around us. That only that kind of love has the power to redeem, and in our case, to co-redeem. A docility to accept, to embrace fully the sufferings and piercings our Lord permits in our lives, not the ones that we look for, the ones that He permits in our lives, only and solely for love. It's embracing pain as it comes without diluting it or rejecting it, without numbing it or soothing it ourselves. It's patiently, lovingly, willingly remaining in Christ's love in us. And in doing so, we remain in Him and Him in us. From the message number 45, My Hidden Life, just few sentences. The will of the Father is to possess you with His love and through me, with me, and in me, become one with love. To do the will of the Father must become your daily food, your daily life. Nothing else should matter. Nothing else should matter. You must live each moment in love. You must live each moment in love. I want to bring you from the abstract to the concrete. It's a love story in the flesh that God is writing in each one of our lives. He is with us, writing a love story. So, let me tell you my little story. God's love is always looking for an open, 
and willing heart for him to be born. It's our willingness to be there. I'm unwilling, I'm, I'm just willing. We are, I am his, we are his. That's all we required. The longing for his presence. He wants to incarnate in us. As far as I can understand it, he only requires our yes to do as he pleases in us, with us, and through us. He only needs our willingness to never deny him anything. And maybe that's all I had. A total desire, a boldness, a daring, a fearless longing, a complete willingness to allow him to love in me. I gave myself totally to him, and in so doing, he made me an instrument of his love for his little ones, for those he had chosen for me to love unconditionally. And because it's his love in me, not me loving, but him loving, I can't control it. I can't stop it or ignore it. He's taking over. La soledad is his thirst in me, consuming me in love. It always longs for the love of the beloved. I can't help it. This is his thirst for humanity through us. And he uses all of me, all my imperfections, all my desires, all my longings. My imperfection doesn't limit God in me. My brokenness does not limit God in me. He takes over. And I am not in that state with everybody and all the time, believe me. I can be pretty nasty. But even in that, he shows me his presence. Through his path to union, he has shaped me and molded me. He has purified me and has taken me through suffering as well as immense consolations to this stage where I find myself he has given me la soledad and he has come to the hands of his mother it has been Mary that was our mother's gift to me and to us to all our community at the feet of the Tepeyac at the convent of the Immaculate Conception is as if she wanted to conceive in us la soledad, her whole being, her whole presence, and through her bring to us her son, and through us bring her son into the world. When I think of la soledad, I always think during all this time that I have been meditating on how to speak to you about la soledad, there's a little girl that comes to me and sits at my side. And it's little Jacinta. 
from Fatima, the little victim soul that embraced fully her soledad. I don't know if you know her story, but she was this joyful, happy little girl that said yes to Mary, that said yes to the Lord. She loved to dance. She was the youngest of the three. She loved to dance. She loved to play. To, she was like a perfect little girl. But in her desire of love, she allowed to suffer everything, especially la soledad, which for her was very hard for the saving of souls and for that priest that she saw dressed in white, especially, that she needed to offer her life and her suffering for him. So little Jacinta embraced every little bite of her soledad and died alone, away from her beloved Lucia, from her loved ones with no consolations, willingly accepting to suffer all for love. You see, when I talk about her, it's like, it's not that she was this little perfect little saint that doesn't feel anything, so she's so holy, she can offer everything for God. No, she had so many desires, so many longings, so many things that she liked, that the Lord could take her even more. Our Lady could even use her more, because she, she, she had so much to, to give. So much to suffer. She was really hurting not being with her loved ones. But that was her greatest gift. Her suffering, her pain. And she knew it. It's not anymore like, oh my God, don't let me die alone. Oh my God, don't permit that in my life. How could you do this to me? It was, oh my God, yes. Yes, allow me to savior, to, to, to find the flavor of this soledad that brings me to you and brings so many with me to you. Like a, I see like if it was like a tornado that suck us in and take us to the heart of the Father to explode with love, which is the only way that I can imagine heaven and to being in the presence of God and the presence of the Trinity. To live in la soledad is to be fully conscious that our ordinary and daily lives to the most minute detail are the will of our Abba, our most loving Father, not a tyrant, our Abba. Our daddy. And it's the stage where we don't resist him anymore. The stage where we don't resist him anymore. We embrace wholehearted this simple path to union with God, which is life lived in his will with all the piercings and sorrows, the dryness 
and thirst, the loneliness and longings, but with immense consolations as well. There is never a rain where there is not the sun that comes out after. There is never a storm without the quiet and the peace after. It's learning to live in His will with complete docility. It's finally living our lives in Christ, in Mary. To enter la soledad is to enter the mystery of living the words of Christ, not my will but thine be done, or the fiat of Mary, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be done to me according to thy word. What is sainthood? It is to live in perfect union with God, with his will, for us, in love. We could do the, the will of God without, with no love, out of even anger. But that will not be the will of God because only it's, it is fully done and lived in love. Our identity comes fully alive when we embrace fully this identity and stop resisting it through our own attachment to our human desires and free will.